0: on Local Now, Channel 525. Welcome! You are listening to Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston, New England's oldest African-American church. Hope and Faith Ministry features the inspirational sermons of my father, Dr. Wesley Roberts, Senior Pastor at People's Baptist Church. We're so glad you're here. Dr. Roberts has a powerful message of hope and love for your life and mine. Now enjoy this broadcast of Hope and Faith Ministry brought to you from People's Baptist Church of Boston.
1: Now I'm continuing the series of messages on the Beatitudes which I've entitled The Royal Road to Happiness. And this is number five and the The title I'm using for number five is, How Merciful Are We? We live in a world where it is easy to become cold-hearted, insensitive, and unsympathetic. Scenes of parents, friends, and loved ones grieving the death of their loved ones due to gun violence have all become too familiar to us. In order to cope with all of the pain and the suffering that goes on around us, we have become almost indifferent and merciless as a society. The question that arises for us as Christians today is how does Jesus, our Lord, want us to respond to the suffering that we see around us? Be merciful. And in Matthew chapter 5 and verse 7, Jesus says, using the New Living Translation, God blesses those who are merciful, for they will be shown mercy. So the question that we have to ask is what is mercy? Mercy is an attribute of God, it's a, it's a fundamental part of who God is. Scripture teaches us that God is merciful. Psalm 145 and verse 8 says, The Lord is merciful and compassionate, slow to get angry, and filled with unfailing love. And the Apostle Paul in Second Corinthians 1, verse 3, not on your outline, speaks of God as the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort. And James 5.17 declares that the Lord is full of compassion and mercy. Mercy is more than a feeling. Mercy begins with a simple recognition that someone is hurting around you. But mere seeing or feeling isn't mercy. Mercy moves from seeing and feeling to action. And as you have it here on, on your bulletin, mercy is love in action. Practically speaking, it could say that mercy is giving food to the hungry, comfort to the bereaved, love to the rejected, forgiveness to the offender, companionship to the lonely. It is therefore one of the loveliest and noblest of all virtues. We often use the word grace and mercy as if they were synonyms. That means the same. But they actually reflect slightly different meanings. Grace is God's solution to man's sin. Mercy is God's solution to man's misery. Grace gives us what we don't deserve. Mercy withholds what we do deserve, such as God's punishment. Jesus died to create a race of merciful men and women, people who have received mercy and now gladly give it away to others. You and I are called to be those people. Mercy is a mark of a follower of Jesus Christ. But let us look more closely at what could be called the essentials of mercy. Number one, if we are merciful, we will be forgiving of others. When people make mistakes or get into trouble, do you rub it in? Do you condemn them? Do you hold it over their Head for the rest of their lives, never letting them get off the hook. No, well, that is not mercy. I read a story of a man whose wife did a very foolish thing in the first six months of their marriage. She repented of it and asked his forgiveness, but he never forgave her. He kept reminding her of it. He used it to justify his behavior he verbally verbally abused her for 30 years and one day she just got up and left him that man knew nothing about mercy listen to the apostle paul in colossians chapter 3 12 and 13 he says since god chose you to be the holy people he loves you must clothe yourselves with tender-hearted mercy kindness humility Gentleness and patience. Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Mercy forgives another person who does not deserve to be forgiven. And so a question that I'd like you to think about at some, at some point, if you can't do it right now, is if God would forgive you the way you forgive others, would you be forgiven? It is interesting to note that when you have, when you have to re- receive forgiveness, it feels so right. But when you have to give it, it feels so wrong. If I'm merciful, I will be forgiving of those who have fallen into sin. If we make hasty judgments which are not based on facts, if our criticisms are sharp and unkind, if we are guilty of being callous in the presence of heartaches and suffering, we are not merciful. If we consider how little we often know about those whom we condemn, it would help us to become More merciful. Mercy is not critical of others. Mercy does not gossip about others. Mercy forgives. Mercy protects. And shows compassion. Even when the person. May deserve to be criticized. But the second thing. Is that if we are merciful. We will help those who are hurting. Proverbs. 3, 27, and 28 says, Whenever you possibly can, do good to those who need it. Never tell your neighbors to wait until tomorrow if you can help them today or now. Mercy is practical assistance. The true character of mercy is in giving, giving compassion, giving help, giving time, giving money, giving of yourself. There are people all around us who are hurting. Some have lost their jobs due to the pandemic. Some are laid off from their jobs. Some have lost loved ones to death. Some do not have enough food for their family. Some do not have transportation to get to their medical appointments. Some have to make the difficult choice between paying for drugs and buying buying food. Some are hurting because of poor decisions they have made. The fact is that people are hurting all around us. And when you feel sorry for those persons who are hurting and you know of what's going on in their lives, that's not being like Christ. When you do something about what you see and what you feel, that's being like Christ. 1 John 3, 17 and 18 says, If someone has enough money to live well and sees a brother or sister in need but shows no compassion, how can God's love be in that person? Dear children, Let's not merely say that we love each other. Let us show the truth by our actions. When we know of a need, let us do all we can to help meet that need. The motto of John Wesley, the father of the Methodist Church, or the founder of the Methodist Church, was Do all the good you can, by all the means you can, In all the ways you can, in all the places you can, at all the times you can, to all the people you can, as long as you ever can. That takes, you know, you almost need to be reading that to to catch all that he's saying there. But when you see someone hurting or in need... A merciful person does something to help. Remember the story of the Good Samaritan told by Jesus. A man was mugged and left bleeding at the side of the road. Two men went by of the same same race, and they said to themselves, and they saw the man bleeding, I can't get involved. Sorry about what happened but I can't get involved, and they went on. The third man came, who was despised by the Jews. He was a Samaritan. He saw the man bleeding, and he stopped and dressed the man's wounds, took him to what we could call the Holiday Inn, left his American Express card to take care of him, and and said, I'll take care of whatever it costs when I return. That's mercy. And Jesus is saying, blessed are those who care enough to get involved when they see a need. But thirdly, if we are merciful, we will do good to our enemies. Luke chapter 6, 32 through 36, Jesus said, if you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who are good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners do that. But love your enemies. Do good to them. Then your reward will be great. Be merciful Just as God is merciful. If you want to be like God, then be merciful. Do good to those who do evil to you. That's exactly the opposite of what society says. Society says when people hurt you, then hurt them back. Get even. Gossip about them. Go on social media and uh, say all kinds of things about them in order to destroy them. God says, you not only forgive that person who has hurt you, but you should also treat them well. In other words, be nice to them. And that's so hard for us to do. So the person who is constantly criticizing you, the Bible says you are to do good to that person. How would it be if every time that person criticized you, you complimented him or her. Suppose every time they put you down, you build them up. Say something nice to them and encourage them. It would drive them crazy. That's what uh, Jesus says to do. That's what being merciful is. You return good for evil. Why? Why? You see the best way to eliminate an enemy is to turn him or her into a friend, smother them with kindness. They don't know how to handle it because the world does not respond that way. So mercy is love in action. It is the way God treats people, and that's tough for us to do. It's not easy. But we need as a result, powerful motivators to help us to become a merciful person. So to the question, should we be merciful? Number one is because God has shown us mercy. Matthew 18, 32 and 33, um, Jesus is talking about giving a sort of parable of a a king who... who, um, forgave his servants for um, something which was, which was very bad, a tremendous debt. And so Jesus, um, the part of that I'm reading from here, he says, Then the king called in the man he had forgiven and said, You evil servant, I forgave you that tremendous debt because you pleaded with me. Shouldn't you have mercy on your fellow servant? just as I had mercy on you. You see, when you think of those people who have been so mean to you, people who really tick you off, if you are having a hard time being merciful to them, remember what a horrible person you have been to God. Yet God still loves you. What a gracious, merciful God he is. I think of all the things that I have done wrong, and he continues to shower me with love, grace, and mercy. And so stop and reflect or remind yourself, God, if you can be so merciful to me, surely I can be merciful to others. One day some religious hypocrites brought a a woman caught in the act of adultery to Jesus where he was teaching and threw her down in front of them. And they said, Jesus, this woman was caught in the act of adultery. You know what the law says. If you are caught committing adultery, you should be stoned to death. And Jesus said, you're right. That's the law. The first one of you who has never broken the law gets to throw the first stone. And they're all silently walked away. You see, we tend to judge other people by their worst faults and to judge ourselves by our best intentions. Be merciful. Why? Because God has shown us mercy. But secondly, we should be merciful because We are going to need more mercy in the future. James 2 and verse 13 says, There will be no mercy for those who have not shown mercy to others. But if you have been merciful, God will be merciful when he judges you. This beatitude is based on the law of reciprocity. Those who show mercy will obtain mercy. There are many verses like this in the, in the New Testament. For example, forgive and you will be forgiven. Give and it will be given to you. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. You see, only those who show mercy get mercy, this verse is saying. Or you say, but you don't know how much this person hurt me and continue to hurt me. I just can't forgive him or her. Then I hope you never sin. Forgiveness and mercy are a two-way street. When you refuse to forgive others and refuse to show mercy to others, you're burning the very bridge you have to walk across to get to heaven. The Bible says that those who show mercy receive mercy. I need to be merciful because I'm going to need it again in the future. I'm going to make mistakes. I'm going to sin. I'm going to do horrible things. So be careful about demanding justice. Because God might just give it to you. If we got all we deserved, none of us would be here today. God does not give us what we deserve. He gives us what we need. And that's mercy. And mercy is giving to others. Not what they deserve when they have fallen. Not what they deserve when they have hurt us. But giving them what they need. But number three, we are merciful because it will make us happy. Jesus says happy are those who are merciful to others. God will be merciful to them. You see, the opposite of this is also true. Unhappy are the unmerciful. The most miserable people, I should say, are people who are resentful, people who refuse to give up a grudge, people who are holding some unforgiveness over somebody's head. They don't realize that they are only hurting themselves. Doing acts of mercy gets us out of ourselves, gets the focus off us and onto other people, and it produces happiness in us. We should be merciful because it makes us happy, says Jesus. It is a boomerang blessing. What you give is what you get. How do I become a merciful person? The starting point is you must first experience the mercy of God. You cannot offer mercy to anyone else until you have first received mercy. You can't offer forgiveness to anyone else until you feel forgiven. One of the reasons some people have a hard time forgiving others is because they don't really feel forgiven. When I feel unforgiven, then I am definitely unforgiving. The starting point is, I must receive the mercy of God, the peace of God, and the forgiveness of God, and then I can offer it to others. You start looking at people with new eyes, the eyes of Jesus Christ. You look at people the way Jesus would see them. The most Christ-like thing we can do is to care for one another and for other people. In Matthew chapter uh, 25, which was, which was read for us. Uh, Jesus tells us in verses 34 through 37 and verse 40. It says, then the king will say to those on his right, come, you who are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the creation of the world. For I was hungry, and you fed me. I was thirsty, and you gave me a drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me into your home. I was naked, and you gave me clothing. I was sick, and you cared for me. I was in prison, and you visited me. Then these righteous ones will reply, Lord, when did we ever see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you something to drink? And the king will say, I tell you the truth. When you did it to one of the least of these, my brothers and sisters, you were doing it to me. You see, other judgment, God is going to ask you how you treated other people. Were you merciful to them? Were you like Him? Jesus had a ministry of mercy, He lifted up the lonely. He helped those who were helpless and hurting. And God wants us to be a representative of Jesus Christ on the job or wherever we are. People should know us as the followers of Jesus Christ because we are merciful, we are loving, and we are kind. He wants us, his disciples, to treat others the way that he would. Who is in your life that needs mercy you needed to show them mercy this week you should let the person off the hook wipe the slate clean never mention what they did again it's over it's done it's forgiven that's it show mercy and be happy i want people's baptist church to be a place of mercy I want our church to be a place where we are forgiving of the fallen. If you are perfect, People's Baptist Church is not the place for you. People's Baptist Church is for people who are struggling, people who do not have it made, people who realize that they still have a lot to learn, a lot of growing to do. I want People's Baptist Church to be a place where we really help those who are hurting, I want us to be a church that specializes in showing mercy to each other. A church in which the love of Jesus Christ becomes contagious and permeates every relationship and every activity. This God-given love will offer sympathy to those who mourn, assistance to those who are in need, comfort to those who fear, hope to those who are in despair, encouragement to those who are discouraged and healing to those who hurt. This love will reach out to the lonely, to the prodigal, the underprivileged, the disabled, the wounded, the hopeless, the troubled, and the sinner. This love I'm speaking of will strengthen the weak, comfort the dying, feed the hungry, clothe the naked, and visit the incarcerated What a privilege it is to be a Christian, a child of the Most High God, a follower or a disciple of the Son of God, and one in whom the Spirit of God resides. And to this I say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen.
0: Thank you for joining us here at Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston. We pray that you have been touched and inspired by today's message. People's Baptist Church is a Christ centered, caring church located at 134 Camden Street at the corner of Camden and Tremont Streets. Our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. You can reach us at 617 427 0424. Come visit us in person or on the web at www. Dot .pbcboston.org and tune in every Saturday morning at 10:30 for another inspiring message of hope and faith.